0: Well, today is World Homeless Day, and if you're sitting with your feet up on the sofa holding a cup of coffee, just give that a thought for a minute. Now, rough sleeping, homelessness, we know is a problem in Cambridge, but for some years now we've had It Takes a City, a joined-up organisation of all these Cambridgeshire bodies aiming to make it a thing of the past here in Cambridge. I'm joined by two of ITAC's members, not just one but two. I've got Chris Jenkins, BEM. Chris, hello there, how are you? Hi there. I'm good, Neil. How are you? Very good, thank you. And Matt Nelson from ITAC. Matt, how are you? Morning, Chris.
1: I'm doing great. Chris,
0: Neil. That's all Sorry. right. If Chris is here as well, you can say hello to him. Matt, let's <laughs> Bye, let, let's start with you. I mean, this is the time of year. Here we are in October, gearing up ready for, for the winter onslaught. I mean, it's, it's a 24-7-365 thing that you do, but where are we at at the moment? How, how are plans going for this winter?
1: Well, again thanks thanks Neil for inviting us on on World Homeless Day I think it's about the 10th or 11th year that this is mm. a, a worldwide initiative but here in Cambridge um, listeners may have remembered last year that we opened Crossways which is our winter emergency accommodation project we're now into our third year and what we do there is we provide 20 ensuite rooms for some of the most disadvantaged rough sleepers in the city so people that otherwise would be still on the streets mm. Um so say. All hands on deck for that at the moment and what we're actually looking for if any of your listeners are out there and got a couple of hours to spare either of a of an evening or of a weekend we're looking for volunteers we've got a number of roles um we're particularly looking at the moment if there are any people out there that could act as lead chefs or lead cooks so if you've got a bit of cooking experience uh, ideally if you hold a level two food hygiene certificate We need someone every evening. What we do is we prepare a a hot evening meal for our guests and we have volunteers in. We obviously like someone who can lead on that with the kitchen assistants helping them. So we're looking for um, lead cooks or chefs. And also if at the weekend you've got a couple of hours spare, we're looking for what we call weekend hosts. So they may come in and and help with um, sorting donations, uh, helping us tidy up and clear up. But also at the weekend, it's if you want to sit down and, play a ball game with some of our guests, have a chat with them, watch a DVD. Um, That's a really important role that we're also recruiting for. Now, if you're interested and you like what you're hearing, if you go to our website, ittakesacity.org.uk, and you go to the Support Us section, you'll find lots of information about each of the roles and how you apply. So if you can do that today, that would really help us because we're opening again on the first of November, right. and we'll be open right away through the winter until uh, the first of April.
0: Right. Okay. So I mean, this is very much, as you say, very much a volunteer thing. So if you're even in a slight, oh, they might not want me for do you know What? Just get on, get contacting, have a word with Matt and the team there, and just maybe that there'll always be a way that you can help. Is that? I, I guess I'm getting that right, and I'm at.
1: Well, last year, Neil, we had over 100 people volunteer wow. to support us, which was amazing. Now, they came from all different sorts of backgrounds. We had lots of students. We had with our, our partners at CCHP, the Cambridge Church's Homeless Project. They also help us to recruit and manage those volunteers. So, yeah, if you've got a few hours to spare and you think you've got a skill you can share with us, please do contact us. But also... Um, if you can't volunteer we're always looking for donations and right now we're looking for those kitchen cupboard items you know tin goods tea coffee sugar biscuits Um, but also if you've got things like gloves hats warm jumpers winter coats we're looking for that as well because some of our guests they will come in not just for one or two nights some of them may be staying with us for months Whilst we work with them to um, see if we can find them a better alternative to returning to the streets. That is what Crossways and our partnership is all about. Once you're with us and you're safe and you're off the streets, we don't want to see you return to that life again. So we work again with a whole, a whole a massive partnership of organisations across the city to try and ensure that you don't return to the streets. So if you can donate something to us,
0: please consider that. That's amazing. Now on that subject, Chris, we've we've got the Modular Homes Project underway, haven't we? And that's a great way of making sure people are off the streets and stay off the streets. What's the latest news on that?
2: Well, um, these have been around for a while now in, in various projects. And what we've been trying to look at is can we develop... A way of doing it that's sustainable and can be repeated time and time again um, because the need is is vast Um, these modular homes are uh, inexpensive they're very easy to run for someone that's used to being living in a in a hostel small hostel bedroom or living on the street it's a nicely contained also self-contained space Um, effectively it's a detached home something which otherwise someone moving through the homelessness system would never expect to uh, achieve to get their own brand new detached home um so it's, we think it's an exciting proposition it enables us to use land that perhaps couldn't be used for traditional home building or perhaps is not available for you know a, a, a permanent, on a permanent basis so we can use what we call meanwhile land um And so we've been very uh, fortunate to have agreed with the City Council and the planning authority to site four of these modular homes on a piece of land at Hills Avenue. Uh, It's been quite a long term project. Um, These things always seem to take a very long time. Every step seems to be elongated. Um, But we have now received the formal planning permission um, and we're now just negotiating the lease with the council and we're working with our partners, which includes a wide range of the property sector who are supporting us. Um, I'd like to take hats off to Carter Jonas, who helped us with the planning application, Um, to Stantec, who are doing all the water and sewage and all that design, etc. for us, and Mumrose on the electricals, Um, and um, we've had Ligna, the consultancy, looking at the trees for us, which is a very important thing to get that right. and we've had um 3 uh, a consultancy firm doing all the cost analysis for us, and Brahini working up a contract. And so, and probably people I haven't thought, oh, in you know, Archangel Architects have done all the design work for us. Um much of this has been done pro bono as well, which has been quite amazing.
0: That's a, so quite lovely, a cloud
2: of organizations supporting us. I think it's excitement about you know trying this one one more time, and then if we get this right, then the hope is we'll Uh, there'll be more land um, etc and what we're hoping to do is have some kind of land summit next year really about speeding these things up getting hold of land more quickly getting planning more quickly getting finance more quickly putting homes on more quickly because the need is great and we can't do this not being a massive organization ourselves and pulling lots of levers we need a way to move quickly so um, this will hopefully be a work example of, example of that.
0: But this is the thing, isn't it? When you first did those first ones, as you say, a few years ago now, it, it was a shot in the dark. It seemed like a great idea. But now you've yeah. got that track record, and we know that it works so well with the residents and it works well yeah. with the local communities and everything. Everyone gets, look, actually, this is a thing that we can do. So hopefully, as you say, people now go, right, so we can just do that now. If you go, this, is this, 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 tick, yeah, and yeah. off we go. That's the th- That's what we're looking for, isn't it?
2: That's that's the plan, that's the plan, and uh, we're very appreciative of all the support, and also from the local authority, the City Council, very supportive of what we're doing here, and we hope to, again, replicate this on other land, which the City Council, of course, owns. Um, but, of course, there are other major landowners, yeah. who I, I forbear <laughs> to mention, uh, who we're also talking to about the potential for the
0: future as well. Fantastic. All right. But the fact still remains, Matt, that when you walk the streets of Cambridge, there are still rough sleepers and homeless people there. And people want to help, but they don't know how to help. So what's what's the best way? The
1: simple and most practical way, Neil, is for people to start using... Um, street support cambridgeshire which again i've discussed this with you before it's uh, a mobile friendly website where you can go there and you can find currently i think it's 380 plus offers of help to someone who's homeless or in need so that could be food health services housing advice uh, and that's from 110 organizations across the county so that's an incredible resource that somebody can have on their phone it's always there so if you're in the centre of the city or you see someone you're concerned about you can at least have the information in your hand so you can find that support and it's very simple if you just go to streetsupport.net forward slash cambridgeshire and then save that to your phone that's the website and it's very very simple to use there's a give help or a get help button and it does what it says on the tin basically
0: and that's what i love about this is as you say you can literally engage with a with a homeless person and you know that it's right what you're doing because people people don't approach because they don't know they don't know what to do and and for the homeless people you know you can be sitting there on the pavement right this minute cold and hungry and help could be a few yards away and that's the trouble isn't it
1: absolutely and we always say. The first thing you should do if you see somebody on the streets is engage them in conversation. Mm. Say hello. How are you doing this morning? And it can all start from there. They may say to you, Neil, I'm doing absolutely fine. I'm I'm fine. You have a good day. Or it could start that, that relationship you have with that person where if you then don't see that person after a few weeks, you know, you may think, well, have they got help? Haven't they? But at least you can start that process by using street
0: support there we go so, there we so I hate the fact that we have to have World Homeless Day every year I hate the fact that it's even a thing uh, but it's good to know that as always Cambridge is trying to sort of lead from the front and come up with a whole raft of solutions and ways to help across the whole thing from the short term homeless and rough sleepers to the long term ones uh, all I can say gentlemen is keep up the good work you and your hearty teams um, I hate the fact that I'm probably going to be speaking to you again next year but hopefully we're going to be a, another few steps forward and there's always the good people who come cambridge and and certainly as we've heard from you there chris those organizations are stepping up to the mark so that's that's amazing stuff so try and mark it in whatever way you can it's world homeless day today Uh, but for now chris jenkin matt nelson thank you so much for joining me thank you neil thank you neil thank you